Welcome to When Ghosts Speak with Melissa and Mary Ann. Hello, everybody. It's Wednesday. And Marianne, you've got a story to tell us about geocaching that I like doing. Maybe not as much right now because it's cold and snowy outside. But you've got an interesting story. I never thought anybody could have problems geocaching. Well, you know, the weird thing is I really didn't even know what that was. Uh I mean, this was like 2003, 2004, and this gal called, her name was Helen, and she said she had a problem with her 10-year-old daughter, Samantha. And and there was, I saw when she left the message, there was definitely a child in the house, a child earthbound spirit. And I thought, nah, you don't mess with kids. So I called her back and I said, oh, you know, what what's going on? And she says, well, her and her husband, Henry, and their son was eight. They just called him Junior. And then, like I said, Samantha was 10. And when school was out in June on weekends, weather permitting, they would go geocaching. And here I am going, uh-huh, okay. And exactly what is that? Because I had no idea what that even was. and. For those of you who do not know what that is, but apparently I'm one of the few that didn't know, um, there are people bury little treasures in waterproof containers in different places. And apparently through GPS or longitude and latitude, you find them somehow. Uh, Melissa, you said you did this. I don't know how you found where to go, but there were places where they could look up and and do this and they had a grand time doing it and i have to laugh because if my girls had been younger at that point i'm sure that's something that we would have done too so she explained it to me and she said that apparently you can find in your own neighborhood just where to go or you could find the county to go to or you could find a state to go to or just metro parks. And apparently now this treasure hunting is around the world. People do it everywhere now, Mm -hmm. Uh, which I'm so surprised. You know, I I just didn't know anything about this. So I said, so, so tell me what happened. She said, well, when you dig up one of these containers, there's a log book and you put the date when you found it and your name and what you found. She said, some people leave little treasures in there that you can take a treasure. Don't, you know, just take one or two treasures. If you want to leave treasures for somebody else, you can do that too. And and I'm trying to figure, I said, treasures. She goes, well, yeah. She says, maybe, um, you know, a, a keychain or a fancy pencil or nothing monetary, just nothing, just little tchotchkes. And she says, but the kids get such a big charge out of finding them and digging them up and then signing it and putting their treasures in and taking theirs out and reburying it and hoping somebody finds them. And I said, 
okay. And I said, so, so what's going on? She said, well, she says, we went geo, uh, geocaching. She says about, she says, we go every weekend. She said, but about six weeks ago, she said, uh, we had gone and we found like three or four different ones. They were all pretty much in the same area. And her daughter, Sam, um, made little, like a little bell on, on a little, not like on a piece of string, just to ring. That was her thing to leave. The little boy didn't leave anything, but Sam liked to leave this. And she said, and in this particular box, she said there was a little trinket that was made out of little, did you ever see a cat ball like made out of like a little fuzzy that they're sort of like sparkly? Mm-hmm. These were these sparkly little balls and they probably were a little bigger than a pea. But whoever left these stuck two of them together. You string for a tail, put little eyeballs that you could buy at a store and made little mouse. And left these little mouse inside. That's so, cute. Yeah, they were really cute. So Sam took one of these little mice, and she was she just loved it. And but no, Junior didn't. There was um, a whistle in there that he took that didn't make Helen very happy. But anyway, <laughs> walking around. I'm sure, it was a previous parent who talked yeah. with you into leaving that whistle there. <laughs> Right. Leave all your whistles in this box for some <laughs> other child. Right. Makes them happy. Right. And so she said, after that, she said, Sam, well, they called her Sam. Sam would come downstairs when they were supposed to go and she'd go, Mom, she said, Mousy told me that if we can find this box, that we will find, and she would tell you what kind of trinkets were in it. And her mother looks at her, she says, who is Mousy? And she says, well, you know my little mouse that I got went from the box? And she said, yeah. She goes, well, I call her Mousy. She says, but there's a girl that tells me, and, and her name is Mousy. And the mom said, okay. And she said, but mom, she says, I know where this one box is, and I want to go there because she's got um, um, really good ponytail uh, she said they're a really good ponytail to hold back, you know, your hair for a ponytail clip. And the mother just looked at her and said, okay. And they they went out. It was a beautiful Saturday morning and they went out and she said, Marianne, I don't understand it. She says, the ponytail holders were in that box. She said, how did Sammy know that that was going to be in there? How Who's mousy? How does this work? And I'm thinking, you're asking me how this works? I said, okay. So I said, well, here's what you can do. And I gave her some options. And she says, no, no. She says, I definitely want you to come out. I said, all right. So I go out to her house. And normally, I do not want your children there. But I definitely wanted Samantha there. Because I was afraid if Samantha wasn't there, that her mousy friend was going to go with her. And I needed to talk to the child. And so went there and Sam was there. Henry or Junior was out playing in, in his swing set. So he wasn't around, which was fine. 
And so I said to, to Sammy, I said, Sammy, I says, what's going on? She said, mom, she says, you remember where I got that little mousy thing at? And the mom said, yes, I do. She said, well, there was a little girl that came with us from there. And her name is Mousy. And I looked at Sam and I said, are you calling her Mousy? Or did she tell you that's what her name? And where is she? She says, well, she's upstairs in my bedroom. She said she doesn't like to be around people so much, especially grownups. She only likes to be around children. And I says, okay. And I said, Sammy, I says, we've got to figure out what's going on here. I says, can you go upstairs and tell her to come down? Because I had been saying, anybody that's here, come down. And Melcy wasn't listening. And so Sammy went upstairs. And it took about four or five minutes. It wasn't quick. And she came down. And I saw the little ghost child walking behind her. But when Sammy came back in the kitchen and sat down, the kid was sort of standing behind the wall, peeking around. And I looked at her and I says, come on in here, honey. I says, I'm not going to hurt you. I just need to talk to you. I need you to tell me all about the treasure boxes because I really want to know about the treasure boxes. Well, she brightened up with that. And she came in the kitchen, didn't stand close to us, but she came in the kitchen. And I said, tell me about the boxes. She said, mommy and daddy heard about this from somebody, she said, and they thought this was so wonderful. She said, so there was nothing in our area or where we lived. So mommy and daddy got, we went and got 12. And what she described were almost like maybe Rubbermaid containers that sealed good mm -hmm. she says, and we put them on our dining room table and mom went we went to the party store and mom bought all kinds of little things to put in all the boxes and we put a little notebook in with a pen and a pencil and she said and we spent a whole Saturday and Sunday going around burying all these everywhere and Mom and dad would write down where they were. And then, so in other words, her parents sort of started it in her area from the way she described it. Okay. And again, the beginning of 2000, that probably makes sense because mm -hmm. that's probably about the time that it got really more popular. Sam had brought down the little mouse that she had made. She, I says, and you made these? She goes, yes. And I said, and you call him Mousy. She said, yes. I says, and your name is Mousy. And she put her head down and she says, that's what they call me. And I said, do you, what's your real name? She goes, I don't like my real name. I like Mousy. And I says, well, we'll keep it a secret. What's your real name? She said, Madeline. And I thought, oh yeah. Okay. That, that, that's, Mousy is okay. So, <laughs> so, and I said, okay. And I said, so, so what do you want to do? Well, here, Mousy told Sam how to put these little balls together. And when Mousy or when Sam got her allowance, she bought some of these. And instead of making little mice, Sam made little cats. Same principle, but mm -hmm. they weren't mice. They were cats. 
And she put them inside the treasure boxes when they would find it. And so Sam came home with Mousy because they were almost the same age. And seriously, Sammy loved doing this as much as Mousy liked doing this. Plus, for some reason, Mousy said she tried to talk to other kids, but they only talked to her when they were little, which is typical mm-hmm. because kids are good till they're three, four, five, six, seven. And when they start school, logic sets in. Mom and dad are talking about ghosts. They're not going to talk about them either. You don't use it, you'll lose it. And, but apparently, she could absolutely communicate with Sammy. And that's why that was going to be her very best friend. And she was going to stick with her. I said to Mousy, I said, you know, Sammy's getting older every day. And I said, and you're almost 10, right? She said, yes. She says, I want to be 10 so bad, but I just, I, I don't know how to be 10. I can't ever get to my birthday. And I said, okay. I says, I'll tell you what. I said, how about if you go into the light and you can have a party, you can have a big birthday party in the light. I said, and you will be, you will be 10 then. And she said, I can do that. And I said, yes. And she says, and can I come back and see Sammy? And I said, you could. And she said, can I still go geocaching and looking for treasures? And I says, oh, yeah. I says, and I bet you'll find all kind of treasures in the white light. What do I know? Sounds like it's a good thing to send a nine-year-old to. <laughs> Nothing like bribing children to go into the white light. You know, it's that or I'll beat your butt, get in there, one or the other. <laughs> so definitely. She she absolutely went in the light and everything was fine. They considered their geocaching and everything. And unbelievably, Sammy called me one day. She is now married and has a little girl and they go geocaching still. They still do it. And she says, I always wonder, she says, I always make sure when we get in the car, she said, it's not that I didn't like Mousy. She says, but I always, I'm so glad that the Quincy's in the car just in case so nobody follows my kids home. (laughs) Yeah, you know, we used to do it a lot. Um, I had gotten to the point where in order to to find new geocaches that I hadn't already found, I was going to have to start driving like an hour or two out of the area um, because I had already pretty much found them all, right. um, you know, but, but they're fun and, and it is a worldwide um, fun activity. Uh, there are some that you had better be a good certified like scuba diver because the only way you're getting it is you got to go diving underwater to go get it or rock climbing. Oh, wow. Um, so some of them are really easy. Some are challenging. There are some that are puzzles where there are multiple parts to it. Um, you know, so but but they're fun. Um it's one of the few times that I've ever ran from the cops in my life. <laughs> um, so they're, they're called skirt lifters. And um, 
if you, uh, you know, parking lot lights, uh, like in parking lots, right. And they have those square metal pieces at the bottom of the light before you hit like the concrete base. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. If you lift those up, they, they lift up. And oh. so like sometimes when they're doing electrical maintenance, it's under the skirt. Well, geocachers sometimes will hide a geocache up in that skirt. So you have to lift the skirt to so they, find it. So they hide this stuff in illegal places. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it's not really a mean. You don't damage anything. Um, <laughs> but you know, it, it's not like you wouldn't have gotten in trouble with the cop, but they, they're like, what are you doing? Why are you doing what, are, you know, and, yeah. and rather than have that conversation, like we had just gotten it. And uh, this was in the evening, mind you. And um, the business had been closed. So you're like, oh, this is easy. We're not going to get caught by anybody because non-geocaching people are referred to as muggles. What are they <laughs> referred to as? Muggles. It's kind of like a Harry Potter ripoff. So non-magical people in Harry Potter are called muggles. And so okay. in geocaching, you don't want the muggles to find it, you know, and start some chaos. So we're like, oh, okay, we're sitting here and I'm like, crap, the cop pulled in. Like we can't put it back yet. So I'm like, well, let's go down. There's another one about a quarter mile down the road. We'll go grab that one and see if we can come back. So, you know, we go get that. And then like this cop keeps like showing up and I'm like, crap so we're like avoiding the, the police and i'm like it, it could be one of two things either we look really suspicious and they're trying to catch us doing something or that cop is a geocacher right. and having fun with us about it that's what i was thinking he's probably <laughs> waiting for you to get it first so he can just go after you and yeah right. um but it, it's a free hobby to do i mean the the one thing that you're going to be out is like gas you know driving or walking but um but and there and there are rules like um you are not allowed to put a geocache on school properties at oh, all okay. right so like remember in the news years ago where there was like a sporting event and all of a sudden they're like oh we found a bomb and like the clear it was a little bitty geocache container oh so, um, you know, not, not on school properties, um, depending on the city and the state, some Metro parks or, you know, uh, national parks will others won't. So, so there are some rules and they can't be within so many, uh, distance together. So you can't group them all in the same spot. And, um, but, but it is a fun, fun thing. And there are whole communities, um, people who geocache that will like have monthly get togethers in like. Have you found this one? Like there, there's one that has stolen hours of my life. I never could find the darn thing. And I'm like, I refuse to spend any more time out here looking for this damn thing until I meet somebody who has found it. And I want them to literally walk up and hand it to me. Because <laughs> um, I mean, there, there have been geocaches where there's somebody will construct a fake branch on a tree, fake um nuts and bolts like there was a water tower one in vermilion where um they found like these little magnetic twist open things and they painted it to look the same color as the rest of the the water tower and like in the patterning of where the nuts and bolts were they you know kind of place it there so you were literally having to check each one and I mean, it, it's a teeny tiny little paper. So you're barely writing anything that you were there and rolling that thing back up. And um, there was a bridge that was like that too. Um, so it, it's good problem solving and it's good. Um, it, it is good fun, but um, 
And it's pretty much free. You can download the app. You don't have to pay premium or anything to do it. But, you know, depending, it might cost you gas to drive around and go go find them. But but. you know what? It's a good thing to do with kids. I mean, Mm -hmm. it truly is. You know, we would do that with the girls, you know, once or twice a month. We'd say we're going on a surprise, just dress like this. And we'd go splodunking or we'd go to a button museum or, you Mm -hmm. know, a train museum just to do so. But that sounds like that would have been fun. But like I said, I... My only interest was mousy, you know, <laughs> and that was fine. But I, like I said, I'm sure. And I, and I had to laugh. I, I said, Sammy, I says, what did you name your daughter? I says, is your daughter's name mousy or Madeline? She said, no. And I said, <laughs> okay. I says, what's your daughter's name? And she sort of hesitated. And she said, well, I really didn't care for Madeline. And I said, yeah. And she's, I said, oh, no. I said, you call her Maddie. She said, no, I call her Lynn. She said, so I said, oh, so you use a little bit of Madeline's name then for your daughter. Right. <laughs> yeah, but, but it was just a cute story and, and something so simple. It just goes to show you how easy it is to bring something home with you. Yeah, I never would have thought. You yeah. know, a geocache would bring home a, a, ghost. a ghost with you. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> well, good thing we all have a seat now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, I think the last geocache I found was, there's one uh, right outside the Stanley Hotel, like in their uh, front entryway. And I'm like, before I leave this hotel, I am getting that cache. Uh-huh. Um, okay. You know, in the wee hours of the morning, because we got up early and left. And I'm like, this was horrible. Um, now I'm curious, did you actually put new boxes out or did you just look for ones that were already buried? So you can, you can place, um, if you want, and I had, um, my old store location, there was one behind there. Um, and, uh, at my old house, there used to be one in one of the front bushes by my, my gnome statue. Um, you know, so so we had placed out a few um, at my old bookstore location in Sandusky. There was one in that parking lot. And that is a whole side funny story I might have to tell on the live rather than make this go too long. OK, uh, with some of the employees, um, you know, I, I have since like deactivated a lot of them just because I don't have the time to maintain them. Like you go check the logs, make sure they're not wet and change the paper and everything. Um but when I would hunt on the regular, I kept like a, uh, like an old style, like metal lunchbox in the car that would have like extra logs, baggies and things to help out other geocache owners. Like if I get there and the bag's been torn and the logs gotten wet, you know, I would log like, Hey, I found this Replace your bag and log. Okay. And so there are some of us that will help, you know, help along. Yeah. But, um, I had more fun finding rather than yeah 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 um it's really cool like i said it's you know surprisingly i learned so much stuff from just doing sometimes you know mm -hmm. you just never know what goes on out there (laughs) right uh you know you get to use multi-million dollar satellites to find tupperware in the woods so pretty much And that's how I play in my spare time. That's right. 
Well, thanks for joining us, everybody. Uh, join us live on uh, Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and let us know if you go geocaching and what was your favorite one to find. I, I've got some stories. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Sounds good to right. me. <laughs> we, maybe we need to put a geocache out and um, have little ghosts out there in, in honor of our podcast somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't mind doing that. Have to be Gee, fun. You have to find something to put in it, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to have to scheme on this. Like, where do we want to put it? And is there enough space around that we can put it out? Because what's fun is when people log that they found it, um, mm -hmm. sometimes they'll put their little stories, like what they were doing that day when they ran across it. And Oh, cool. Okay. You know, so we can always ask, like, hey, let us know your, your ghost story or something. Could do this. But uh, join us and let us know if you geocache and what's your favorite one that you found. And um, discuss other episodes. These release every Wednesday at 4 a.m. And we're live every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. But thanks for joining, guys. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to When Ghosts Speak. Join us again soon. Goodbye. Goodbye.